0: Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to Where's My Boyfriend podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co host Nay and Sunny D. Hey, honeys. I'm Nay, your virtual homegirl who has thoughts on almost any
1: and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento. I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole once you think you have one thing conquered something else pops right up hey everyone it's Sunny D, and to me adulting is
2: choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes
0: yo this is your girl Nakai and I'm your host of where's my blueprint podcast I randomly burst out in song love ice and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for thanks for joining us now let's get to the episode Hey, welcome back to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. Y'all still happy Black Business Month. We're excited because we're ending this month on a beautiful business high note, but also just some fun in the sun or wherever you want. It's up to you. With that, y'all know we have a newsletter and Sunny D, tell them about it. Hey friends,
2: can't get enough of Where's My Blueprint Podcast? Join our free podcast. VIP community for exclusive WMB content, including a brand new newsletter, bonus episodes, and so much more. You can sign up for free by clicking the VIP is a place to be button in our link tree in the bio of our Instagram at where's my blueprint pod.
0: Can't wait to connect with you. And so with that, a word from our sponsor. So if you are a business owner and looking for a way to create systems to help streamline your business, check out ICL Solutions. It is an online business strategy who specializes in creating systems for businesses. Use the code WMB to get a free 40-minute consultation. Okay, ladies, our week has been weakened and we have been lifing and living this crazy thing called life. But what motivated you to smile this week? So a quick story time with nay I
1: was sitting here and Alex told me he didn't like nobody but his mama and daddy and I was like Alex you can like more people you can like you know your granny your nana your uncles your your aunties like you can like more people than mommy and daddy And he was like I can like my brother and sister I was like well you could have liked your brother but you don't have a sister and he was like why I don't have a sister and I was like because the Lord didn't bless you with a sister this kid said God you gonna bless me with a sister cocked his head looked up in the corner of the room took a couple beats and was like God said he gonna bless me with a sister and I said I'm done with you (laughs) and he was like mommy why you done with me and I said because you funny (laughs) get out my face like that made me laugh and smile like who does little joker think he is gonna cock his head to the side and have a conversation with the lord right in front of me these kids i'm not saying he's not right but when i was about his same
2: age i had an imaginary friend who has happened to have the same name as my brother and my mother thought it was cute she's like okay that's cute and then she got pregnant with my brother so and i I mean i knew he was coming he was already there Been playing for a hot minute, so I told her, and I was like, You should probably check that out. Kids
1: be knowing, well, just call me Mary because we are actively trying not to have a kid, so
0: not (laughs) Mary. But I wanna say, you know, God, kids have a direct connection to God. So when he cocked that head and looked up, he did that because God was just sitting there and his garden angel was like, what's up? What you want? He was like, yeah, make it happen. They like, all right, say less, we got you. God handle it, God handle it. Boom, boom, boom. So I cannot wait to welcome the little bitty
2: i'm excited we're gonna bookmark this episode so my smiling this week is a direct result of my husband bringing me tacos because what
0: part of tacos does not equate to happiness for me what motivated me to smile i guess mine is related to food too so i don't know if y'all know this about me but i love tortas like i love tortas and if you don't know what a torta is it's like a mexican sandwich thing where it's like the bread is so amazing but they fill it like with it's stuffed like they have if you Meat, they have like meat, all these ingredients, and all this. It is literally stuffed and so good, right? So, I've been wanting a torta. And I haven't been able to find one. And so I was at work and I forgot my lunch. So I was like, dang. So I was Googling food places around me, found one, and they literally have like 15 to 20 different tortas. So I go and I'm like, dang, go into the counter. Like, I don't eat meat or whatever. Long story short, the guy's like, hey, hold on. So he goes to the back and brings somebody else out that speaks English. And she was like, what do you want? I was like, can I get a veggie torta? And she looked at me and she was like, with no meat. And I was like, yeah. She was like, like, no meat. <laughs> (laughs) And I was like, yeah. It was like, hold on. So she goes back and then comes back out and was like, do you eat avocado, guacamole? I was like, yeah, I want everything else. Just no meat. She's like, I got you. Be right back. So she leaves and the cashier is just looking at me like, the hell is wrong with her? (laughs) You come to this restaurant? And anyway, so she comes out and she's like, veggie torta, first one we ever made. Yay! felt embarrassed, but like, hey, y'all trying something new, add it to the menu. It should be my name. Like, and then like the, uh, I was going to walk out and she was like, no, 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 where are you going? And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, where are you going? I was like, I got to go back to work. She was like, can you at least take a bite so I can see that you like it? I was like, Say less. So (laughs) yes. So I'm opening it up and like the presentation was beautiful. And I was like, this is such a good thought. I like put this big old thing (laughs) in my and, and like took a bite out of it, and it was kind of weird because everybody was watching. And so I was like, "This is gonna." I was like, "What if I eat weird?" And I don't know it now, but now I'm like hyper constant so I took a bite and I was like oh this is such a good torta!" like I was like thank you ma'am and I was like I think I'm gonna sit and eat some of it and I was like dang I gotta get back to work but that made me smile because in a restaurant that don't cater to vegetarians (laughs) she was like hey let me help you out because we still want your money (laughs) And it, at the end of the day, we charge you the same price with or without the meat. So I was
2: like,
0: yes. Yeah! but yeah, that made me smile.
2: Maybe they'll add that to the menu. That's kind of cool. If they've never done that before. I guess that's a good way to, what do they call it? When they're
0: testing something out for the first time, you know what I'm talking about. That's cool that they did that for you. That's very kind. Thank you. I felt the same because one place I went to, it was another place. They were like, no, no, a tort that comes with meat. And I was like, okay, thank you. Have a good day. Yeah. So I was really excited about this. And I was like, oh, I got me a new tort that place so fridays at work equals fridays equal tortas so y'all for either or today i know be on a boat with peter and jesus in the storm or sacrifice your only child i don't have human children
2: I only really have my pups, uh, but we can't sacrifice them. But y'all know I love me a good cruise. so And I've cruised during hurricane season. So I'm going to go with kicking it with Peter and
1: Jesus personally. There's a bar on board, right? If my father turned water into wine, he is a human bar. My side eye to this either or is not for the question per se. It's because this question falls into the topic of this episode that y'all hear later. And I'm like, what? how does this even go together? Like, what? <laughs> like, I almost feel sacrilegious to be talking about what we are about to talk about with this either or. But I will be on the boat with Peter and Jesus and ask Jesus to put me to sleep because you can't be scared when you sleep. <laughs>
0: That's funny. I I said the same thing, but my, my reason was I just want to see Peter walk on water. <laughs> And be like, ooh, because could you imagine like just seeing him get out and be like, okay, Jesus, I'm gonna walk on water, like okay, I'm gonna come to you, and then be like, walk, and y'all over here like, go, 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 and then he get distracted, like y'all shut up, and (laughs) the stuff that goes on in my mind, (laughs) y'all.
2: where did you get this scenario from you've mapped out this whole scene on
0: what would happen if you was on this boat with them i don't know what i was watching or what i was doing but when i created this one i was just like oh that'd be good and then i of course my imagination is very vivid and so i was like oh that would be cool like if i'm sitting on the boat like the boat gotta be at least big enough for at least 12 and i'm I'm gonna add me so i'm 13 on here and then if it's me and peter and jesus so it's three even if it's three of us like okay okay jesus right here i'm right here because i'm sitting next to jesus because if something happened i need to be able to you know hold him grab him like you know he the bible said by the hem of your his garment." I don't need all of it. I just need a, a pinch, girl. Okay, so two things. One, I want to be
1: the Oompa Loompas in Nakai's head when she read the Bible. Because I bet that is the funniest mess in the world. Two, I just thought of something. They didn't have tennis shoes back in biblical days. So they only had them little sandal moccasins thing.
0: So Peter, feet got wet. No, his feet was already wet when he touched the water. He was already touching the water in the boat because he was already on the water. Okay, so with that, y'all, we're going to get into 10. Today's quote. <laughs> For today's quotes is in the hands of the right man, a woman is a hundred different women, limited only by imagination, and his willingness to make her feel safe and lead her by anonymous. That sounds like a good time. Listen, the freedom that trust can
2: release is like next level. Having a partner that you trust implicitly
0: allows you to do and be any and everything. And I am here for it. I agree. And I'm gonna be on, continue to be on brand and say, I just think of the Megan Stallion quote, switch my wigs, make him think that he's cheating. The eye rolls that they're giving me audience is because my brain has been braining and the little people in my head have been like all over the place and I can't pull them together. So that's why Nasally this episode today. <laughs> yeah, I agree because I mean, I like this because like like you said, the trust factor, but also it really goes into the submiss- submission and you can't submit unless you trust and you can't trust, you can't, yeah, you can't trust unless you submit. No, that's not the same. No, you can't submit unless you trust this person and submission looks differently for everybody. But for that, we're going to get into this. So ladies, I'm going to hand this over to Now,
1: since you want to talk about Jesus and everything else, you introduce this episode
0: well since our heavenly father above is amazing and he created something that was called we have to reproduce right and in the process of reproducing and creating life he said make it fun make it your thing do you just repopulate my earth so since we're gonna learn how to repopulate we're gonna talk about the different types of ways you can repopulate and it can be fun and we're gonna talk about something that's called BDSM. That was a long way to say we're talking about sex today, specifically BDSM, as we have learned on our adulting-ish journeys.
1: So listen, for those of you who do not know what BDSM means, the WebMD because I wasn't trying to go down the dark web kinky rabbit hole quite at two o'clock in the afternoon. They define BDSM as a term used to describe aspects of sex that involve dominance, submission, and control. The practice typically involves one partner taking on a more dominant role during sex, while the other is more submissive. The acronym BDSM can be divided into these categories. Bondage, which is restricting a partner's freedom of movement, for example, with ropes, handcuffs, or other restraints. Discipline, agreed upon rules and Punishments for a dominant partner to exert control over a submissive partner. Dominance. The act of showing dominance over a physical partner either during sex or outside of the bedroom. Submission. The act of showing submission to the dominant partner's actions and wishes. And sadism slash masochism or sadomasochism. Pleasure that a partner may feel from either inflicting pain, which is sadism, sadism, or receiving pain, which is masochism either physical or emotional.
2: I feel like I do want to mention that I think most people have heard of BDSM. I think for the majority of people, it's used in a lighter context, whether it's stuff that you see in movies or you see it in, you read it like in books and stuff like that. But the realization is, is that this is a real lifestyle that people immerse themselves in day to day. So, we are going to do our very best to not take a comical or lighter satirical route when we're talking about it. We definitely want to give the respect to this lifestyle that it is, because, like we said, this is very much a real way that people live their lives, not even just inside of the bedroom, their sex dungeon, whatever space that they allow for this to play out, but this can go well beyond just the physical that is sex. So I just wanted to put in my two cents in that aspect so y'all know what to expect.
1: And also just because I'd be real curious about all things sex, I'm just gonna put it out there. I am no way in any form or fashion a part of this lifestyle. Although if you are, there's no shame, there's no guilt, there's no yuck or whatever about it, nor am I an expert. So if I say stuff wrong or don't get stuff right, if you come at me, let's do it in a calling in fashion and not a calling out fashion. like use that time as someone to educate and not someone who like wants to make somebody else seem dumb ignorant aggressive and everything else because that's the quickest way for me not to care about what you're saying
0: yeah we don't believe in belittling or anything like that so you come for her you come for me and you don't want those you don't want that heat in your life so with it we're gonna keep it moving we got our intros out and our disclosures so ladies question. Because we are in our 30-ish now. Yeah. Nay's now 30. Yeah. (laughs) She's a baby on the podcast. Because we're in our 30s, when did y'all hear this term? And when um, did you understand what the letters mean? That's such a good question. I
1: think I heard it maybe teenager-ish, but it was as something to yuck. Like it was all about, I'm going to just be honest. It was white-facing and like really deviant, dirty, underground type of situation like Like making someone your pet chained up, whipped, spanked, all kinds of stuff. Like, what? Like in little native, like, why people be doing some crazy stuff to each other and make it? But as I got older and realized that although there could be some tied up witch chains aspect of it, it's a way for some people who feel like they have to be in a lot of control in life. And that's not their, that's not the role that they want themselves to portray. That's a way for them to escape it, becoming a submissive or a sub and relinquishing that control in a healthy way to a dominant or a dominatrix or a master or a mistress. And it's also a healthy way for some people just to get out their kinks. I feel like most people have different kinks. We have different things that turn us on. We have different things that we would like to explore. And as sex becomes more of not a tab, topic, but a part of an individual's healthy expression of themselves. I think we allow ourselves to experience, you know, have a curiosity about other types of ways to connect with an individual or to relinquish control or to act out fantasies that we normally wouldn't do. It. So I think that revelation came out like mid 20-ish, late 20-ish, early 30s. You know, just figuring out what's this that people say is deviant. Y'all be saying a lot of stuff is deviant that ain't really deviant. Y'all just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Does not help that little Nae in high school wanted to be a sex therapist when she grew up. So my foundation might not have been everybody else's foundation. That's interesting. I think for
2: me, I had similar thoughts about BDSM. I can't remember how old I was the first time I heard it, but I could imagine, I feel like it's maybe like high school or something, somewhere in there. And yeah, it was very much a bad thing. It was very looked down upon. It was very, that is in the same level of degradation as like porn or really anything sexually pleasure was a bad thing. Even if you were by yourself, that was like, no, 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 you don't do that. As I've gotten older, in my 30s is when I really kind of got interested in really just sex as a whole from a psychological and emotional level and understanding these different dynamics. And again, I am not one that is living in the lifestyle that is BDSM, but the concepts of it does intrigue me. And I absolutely understand why that that is a lifestyle that people choose because of the benefits, because of the free. Freedom that it doesn't tell. But I didn't know any of those things until I was in my 30s and was really like listening to sex positive podcasts where they've had people that are very much in this culture and in this lifestyle come and talk. And it was very educational and it was very thoughtful and thoroughly explained on what this movement is, what this lifestyle is. And that has intrigued me a lot. So when I was younger, it was very much a all things sex Sex is bad unless you're married and then when you're married it's boring and it's strictly for procreation and there's really no fun in it to there's all kinds of fun in it and consent is very big thing the primary thing when it comes to bdsm and trust and there's so much more to it than to pop out a kid or two you know
0: yeah um i'm gonna say very for me similar to of like i think my first intro was like when i was in high school and i read the zane books and when i say like she didn't specifically say BDSM or anything like that, but the concepts were in there of like the fantasies of being tied up, being handcuffed. And then for me, when I was in my 20s, I learned what the BDSM meant, um, specifically because I think Rihanna had a song called S&M. And so (laughs) I was like, hey, I was like, really? So then I started looking into like, one, because if you saw the video of S&M, it was just like, what the heck is going on? Then I started asking questions and really starting to learn like Yes, quote unquote, especially because I'll tell you my, me, like I grew up in a Bible belt. So if we're looking, if we grew up in a Bible belt, even if you do discuss anything of sex or if you're talking to your friends about sex, they typically talk about vanilla stuff of like, oh, just missionary or I don't know what else is vanilla missionary Uh, doggy style. I guess that's it anyway. But it's interesting of understanding that like things that we think or we have switched to like the concept of concept of small things of like just. Is being tied up or having sex outside of a bedroom is quote unquote oh my gosh that's too much oh my gosh um but in my third I feel no I feel like in my late 20s is when I really started to I would say dive deep because I'm definitely like I'm not in a lifestyle either but I feel like when we say we're not in a lifestyle I get it but also we practice some of the things that they do in our bedroom does that make sense yes no maybe yeah okay audience if that it makes sense to you meaning you may not be in the lifestyle right like you may not be a dom or a, a dominatrix or anything like that however in your bedroom in your sexual life you may like to be tied up you may like you know a little kink here you may like to hey you be the power i'll be you know i'll be the sub you may be like hey i don't i work for a million dollar company i have literally had to make millions of millions of decisions today i don't want to think you just take control that power dynamic right like that play on power that role play because that's something in there too. Role play is also in this lifestyle too. So I think we, a lot of us aren't just educated on that lifestyle, but also the terms that we typically already do in our sex lives.
1: I think before we go any further,
0: I want to
1: highlight that contrary to what some people might believe, BDSM and the dominant submissive relationship does not have to take place in your romantic, relationship, there are some situations where people have full-on life partners, like full-on husband's wives, but they also have a dominant or they also have a submissive. And that is not cheating in their relationship. Like one don't have to make the other one. And in a dominant submissive relationship, there doesn't have to be sex involved. Like a lot of people just get off on that pattern exchange or that and what that looks like so be it pain be it tying up being just a way to act out some of the urges and fantasies that you may have without penetration so those two things don't have to co- coincide I think it is also very important to mention that there has to be like Sunny D alluded to earlier enthusiasm. Enthusiastic consent at every step of this, as well as trust and safety, which is why before, and I say, when I say I'm not in the lifestyle, it's because this is not just for shits and giggles, for lack of better phrase. Sorry, mommy. For people... Who do practice this like there are sex contracts so before any exchange of power in general comes to be there is a contract there is heck almost I've heard an interview process to make sure that you as a dominant are right for me as a sub me as a sub are, is right for you as a dominant there are hard limits which are things that as a sub you definitely do not want to do or as a dominant you definitely do not want to do there are soft limits, which is something that ordinarily I might not want to do, but in the right atmosphere, in the right scene, because a lot of times when there is the exchange, they call that a scene. (laughs) <laughs> in the right scene, I might want to do that. There is aftercare, which is after a particularly emotionally trying time, because I also think people don't talk about that. Like in addition to the power exchange, is that emotional vulnerability? Is that emotional openness? Sometimes you could be pushed to do something you would normally do in the mind F that might come with that. There is aftercare where if you are a good dominant, I am told you are supposed to open. Oversee your submissive coming down from that, like how they internalize that, how they come back from that. You are supposed to be there to hold them and help them. There's also the term of clubs or dungeons, which is places where you can go to perform these sort of things. There's the idea of being collared. And that is when a dominant and a submissive, kind of for lack of better wording, but a framework we might be able to understand, have a use of sub- which means that you are my dominant. I am your submissive. Like there, I'm not looking for anybody else to supply this needs. Like, I'm sure, let me find out, I'm sure, look, keep, king, king. But that means that, You know, you are mine. I am yours. It is your job as my dominant to look after me. So there's there's a lot that goes into this, which is why I think it deserves more respect and reverence other than people just saying, oh, with some little freaky stuff, people do like, no, 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 no. Like this is. People's lives, and at the risk of saying, sounding sacrilegious, as much respect as you put on people's marriage, you should put it in their subdominant relationship if that's what they have. And if they feel open and comfortable enough to let you in on that aspect of their lives, because this is very much still underground and taboo in a lot of circles to even talk about.
2: So much. There's so much to all of what Nay just said. There's so much more that we do not have the time or the expertise to get into. I will say, I guess, for people curious about the lifestyle, again, I'm not an expert. I'm not in it, so take what take take the meat and potatoes and leave the bones. Okay, but just to make it more universally understood, everybody knows what Fifty Shades of Grey is, right? Most people have read the books. Some people have seen the movie, which is a very, very limited version of the books. But in the first book, there is a whole chapter, a whole scene, a whole concept of this contract. And like Nay was saying, it has a list of all of these different kinks. It has a list of all of these different acts. And the submissive is to check off what they're willing to do, what they've done, what they're curious about or whatever, because you need to establish what the expectation is upfront, what the consents are, where we can go, where we're not going to go for the safety of the DOM, as well as the submissive. You can go online. You could probably just Google it because there are a few different resources online that you can find. An actual BDSM checklist that has a full list of all of these kinks and kind of like little descriptions of what they are, how they're done. And you can, check yes I've done this and I like it or I've never done this but I kind of want to try it or absolutely don't go there we not doing that no and then you can compare usually the dom does it and the sub will do it or even if you're not in necessarily a dom submissive relationship if you're just two people wanting to maybe spice things up or maybe be adventurous with one another and you just want to see where each other is at each of you do this checklist and then compare and then compromise on what things you'd want to partake in and move slowly into those things. So there's ways to be able to get some more information and get some knowledge and see what you're you're comfortable with, what pleasures you may like, which things that you're just really not into, because at the end of the day, this should be pleasing to both parties, regardless on what side of the coin that you are at. So I would definitely go online, look at a checklist, read it. And if you're not curious about what a certain kink is or act is, then you can Google that specific thing and find resources that kind of go into detail on what that entails to give you more idea if if that's something that you would even be interested in to start.
0: I love how you said that, that there's a checklist because y'all know resources and Google is our best friend, but I wanted to make a, make an observation. And I say that because y'all know, I'm the first person that would pull out a contract in a heartbeat. So (laughs) I love that. But what I'm going to say is that my observation is that one consent, mutual respect and trust, but the huge thing is that I feel like, I don't know if y'all have picked it up, but I have is communication. Like this is not an area where you withhold information because this information like you said, this is a lifestyle but also this information can may or may not hurt you depending on your kink. So it's like this isn't a oh, I'm just going to be quiet and say yes to everything. No, 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 no. We don't do that. But also I think of it as kind of like that huge trust factor when you trust someone and I mean like not just trust someone when you trust someone where you are like hey let's try a b c d e of z and that person's like okay but let's put a safe word in place let's put some parameters to make sure that you're safe that oh that you're safe that I'm safe but also to understand that and I'm going back to trust and communication because I feel like these two are in consent and respect yes but these two are are so big because I feel like, as Nate said, like some people judge this world or this, these people. And I'm like, their relationships are probably 10 times better than yours because they understand respect of each other. They understand that we have to both be consenting adults, meaning I don't need a head shake. I need a verbal yes or no. They understand that communication piece of, hey, and I think of a stoplight, like green, yellow, red, right? Green, yes, go. We can try it, whatever. Red is a hard step. No. And then yellow could be like... I'm interested, maybe once or twice, you know, but it's all about that trust and communication to even start this conversation. And like how Nay said earlier of like to, for anyone to allow them in your life, you really should feel like that's a privilege because to have access to anybody life isn't entitlement. Like it's not. So if someone is being open with you and like sharing this part of their life and you try to shame them or something, shame on you, shame on you. And I I'm doing my finger to that. Because shame on you. Just wanted to highlight, Um, I'm looking at a couple of BDSM
1: um, checklists and some of them even have, well, probably most of them have places where you talk about any medical conditions you may have or any medications that you're having because things can get intense. And if you, like my blood are asthmatic, you might need your inhaler. Post-mine. Like if you stop breathing, they need to know that your airways and your lungs cannot hold the capacity that most people can. So like Nakata said, these are probably some of the most healthiest relationships because of all the communication and over-communication and transparency between the two individuals.
2: Absolutely. And I know that there are people that have engaged in rough sex or, you know, something that's quote-unquote a little kinky or whatever, but not having the education behind how to conduct some of these acts are reasons why people die during sex. Not all reasons, but are definitely some reasons why people die during some of these acts. Like there's there's techniques and specific ways to tie somebody up. There are techniques and specific ways to choke someone. So those people that have a kink of being restricted when it comes to airflow, I know for a fact, it's not, you, you can't grab at the front. You know what I mean? Because that's going to crush potentially crush airways. You have to do it from the side because that allows for that person to still be able to have control of their breath and be able to still be in the moment while still having that intensity that comes with that particular act during sex. And depending on which position you are in, depending on how your hand has to go. But these are things that people don't always do or know. They see what they've seen in porn or other places and videos or whatever, and they try to emulate it without that education. And that's how people end up extremely injured or worse. So for those people that have that type of consent, they have that trust, they can freely engage in these acts without worrying about safety. And if things do get too intense, like Nakai said, there's safe words. There's the red light system, which is probably the easiest way to communicate that we're good or that you know what I'm good but at some point we may need to back this up or hard stop everything stops immediately there's a situation and this needs to end so having that clear communication having that trust is extremely important and baby you just can't be doing everything that you see in on Pornhub okay like those are professionals you are not so please do your research and understand what all those things entail I also wanted to to bring up a kind of circle back to Fifty Shades of Grey. And I remember when it came out that it was this whole thing about it being mommy porn. Do y'all remember that? Where people were saying, oh, this is mommy porn. And there were people that were so pissed about it or whatever. And there were people that were loving it because that's probably as much excitement that they was getting in their own individual lives. But I actually got into it. I've read all three books and I've seen all three movies. I got into it not because of the sex aspect of it or the fact that it was just like literary porn so to speak but the psychological effects of that power dynamic was incredibly intriguing to me because as someone that worked a lot at that time I've had situations where I've had multiple jobs and stuff and there's no outlet to release emotion or stress or things of that nature that could do it to that effect that I was curious about it made me curious like I completely understand why you have people that are like I don't want to make any decisions I've made Decisions all week. I've been making decisions for the last six months. I don't want to decide on anything. I will freely give you the power and the permission to lead. Protect me and keep me safe. I'll do anything you want me to do as long as I don't have to make a decision. Like that entire concept of that power dynamic is incredibly fascinating to me. And that's the reason why I had gotten so into the books because you could kind of see how that played out in a sense. Granted, it's not the best writing on the
0: planet, but y'all get my point. So There are some shows and stuff that I've watched and like some movies. So like one movie is 365 on Netflix. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that, but all three of them, the first, second, and third are freaking amazing. And they are so good, but it is this power play where it's this amazing, like he's sexy. Italian. Ooh. Anyway, very sexy Italian guy. And he's this, I don't know if he's a drug lord. I don't really understand his occupation, but I know he's somewhere mafia type-ish is what they is it? that's how they make it seem like he's in some quote unquote you know everybody's in real estate quote unquote so but he's this huge player but if you cross him you die so that's why I'm like I don't know if you mafia anyway he makes these big decisions but he at the end is only fascinated by this one woman and this one woman is able to literally have him crave and submit to her like crazy he is doing this power like this I call it the seesaw thing of I want you and I'm trying to behave because he's so used to coming in and telling a girl like give me head and they do it like there's no question right because he's that dumb he's the dumb and the cool thing is that she makes him her submissive and but for his birthday or Christmas gift she was like it was like a sex room she changed one of the rooms into a sex room or something and like everything that he wanted or he fantasized she was like literally where she was like, I trust you. And that just sent him over. And like, they was able to experiment and engage in everything that he wanted to, like all his fantasies. But that being said, it goes back to knowing that there's an emotional component to this. Because I think one thing people don't realize, like anytime that you spend a lot of time with someone, whether it's unfortunately work, but... (laughs) Any type of time that you're spending with someone, there's going to be some type of emotion evolve. Whether that emotion is I don't like you or the emotion is I'm starting to like you or the emotion is love, trust. Like there's going to be something that develops. But that all being said is that I think one of y'all pointed out earlier is that there has to be the aftercare of that conversation of like, okay, how did you feel? You know, what was that? I don't know the questions that they typically ask. I don't know. But just understanding the emotions that go along with this. And so I know Nay said earlier about like, it's not always about sex either because there's another Netflix show. As y'all can see, I probably watched too much Netflix. It's a show called Love, Sex, Love, and Goop. This show to me is so amazing because it talks about just like how to, how to turn on someone without turning, physically having to touch them. Because it's like some people have mental orgasms where you mentally stimulate them and their body reacts. How some people are, are more touch. And so you think of like the feathers, the sensory, they're sensory type. So they have the feathers, the whips, like they need that sensory input. And also just wanted to let y'all know like, hey, did y'all know like being like bondage or like in something tight is still something sensory? Because some people, like if you think of some people who have a weighted blanket at home or like they, some kids may need like really tight pressure and hugs, that's called your body trying to regulate itself. So if you quote unquote need things like this, maybe your body's regulating itself and it's not a bad thing. It's just every individual's different. Fun fact, did
1: y'all know that Fifty Shades of Grey is supposedly a spinoff from the Twilight series?
0: What? How?
1: I mean, similar concept. You have the vampire, Edward, Bella, who is supposed to be Anastasia, like the dark, broody vampire and everything else. And then I think Twilight was supposed to be a kind of idea concept, from beauty and the beast i think yeah yeah like that I that's fascinating to me if you combine sex and books and nerdy stuff that's me so of course i'm gonna be all up in this world that's
0: fascinating i'm gonna
2: have to
1: i'm gonna have to gonna
2: have to think about that
0: But well, why are you thinking i got a question so y'all y'all know i like tank tank is my boyfriend in my mind respect to your wife hey we can be Polly. um <laughs> Or a thruple? Is it a thruple? I don't know. Anyway, y'all know his songs and stuff, right? And oh, side note, he just did a tiny desk, and his tiny desk is good. I like it. But is his is his songs kind of like previewish of the BDSM world? Does that make sense? If you listen to his lyrics, like if you listen to some of Tank's lyrics and see some of those videos, I don't really think so. I think it's
1: explicit, not vanilla sex, but I don't think it reaches the caliber
0: of BDSM. I guess the question would be is what caliber because isn't there like entry level and i'm gonna use this like you know like very entry level type stuff hence we talked about like the bondage which is can be something as simple as handcuffs or tying yourself up not yourself your partner i mean you may tie yourself up i don't know but like something like that or like how sunny d said earlier the difference between choke and restrict hopefully restricting like i think one of his songs he was like he's in talked about restricting like so that's still concepts or like a little Little bitty small, very, very 0.0000002% intro into the world.
1: I mean, but if we talk about 0.0002%, is that even worth mentioning?
0: Yes, because <laughs> it's my baby tank.
1: Like, I think this goes back to what we said at the top of the episode. You might use concept, but you may distill them to the point that people in the BDSM world are looking at you like you're crazy. If you be like, I do BDSM, and it's like you got handcuffed to the bed. I give you that. Okay. Of course, story bro
0: <laughs> thanks thank you you know i have some questions in my head that sometimes that may be happening but not always so but once again sounds like a good time with tank always like i really do want to know and tank if you listen to this if you ever listen to this just just hit me in a dm to say yes or no and i wouldn't know what you're talking about you didn't even got to explain nothing just yes or no the stuff that you write in your songs do you actually do with your wife all i want to know is a yes or no
1: why party partner other consenting adult we don't know that situation
0: that's true, because that goes back into, hey, some people are poly, some people have, are throuple, some people have multiple submissives, some people may have multiple dumbs you could have a dominatrix, you can have, it's, Such a huge world, right? Like, this is such a huge world. We haven't even scratched the surface. Not even, mm, yeah, not even that. But I think about that of like, when you see people who are like, who have sex rooms, I don't know if y'all know anybody who personally have a sex room or anything like that, but like, but anybody who has a sex room, and if y'all don't know what a sex room is, go to Netflix and look up the show Sex Room. It's literally a show on it. And she explains it so much better than I can. But like, understanding, that we surface level think Mm -hmm think sex is just penis, vagina, insert, um, you're done. (laughs) But it's so much more than that. If you allow yourself to be open enough to really explore how to please your partner, how to please yourself. Because I mean, some people have never actually ever masturbated, which to me is interesting because it's yourself and your body. If you can't please yourself, how you please somebody else or how you're going to tell somebody else to please you. But that's a whole different topic. Anyway, but understanding like being open enough to at least explore and not demean
2: yeah doing some research and finding resources that educate on the lifestyle and the different components the different levels all the things that are involved in it and see where it is that you fit in if you fit in at all and if you don't then you don't and that's fine you just want to use you know the plastic handcuffs that came with your halloween costume and that's the far as you wanted to take it cool they'll probably break but that's fine because you ain't in it for real so that's okay they also have for those that kind of want to i'm speaking from personal experience because we have these have like some restriction without it being too much sensory overload they have like specific like restriction tape it sticks to each other but it doesn't stick to you so it doesn't hurt and it turns right off It, it almost looks like um like a it's wide like like caution tape but it doesn't stick to your skin it just sticks to itself so you can just unravel it and ta-da it doesn't hurt it's not incredibly tight but still kind of gives you that same vibe i'll have to figure out where my husband
0: got it because we got a couple of colors but yeah so yeah that link and everything will be in the blog y'all so ladies i know we're in our sexually liberated stage of life some of us have been there a little bit sooner than others but with that what would you tell a young lady who is slowly exploring trying to figure figure out. Life just, what would you tell her if she was like, hey, aunties? Because right now we auntie age. I just found that out. Oh, apparently, Nay's not auntie age. We just, Sunny D and I, auntie age. So, because I got the auntie arms. you see that? <laughs> um, but yeah, what what one thing would you say if you, uh someone came to y'all like, aunties and cousin, cousin Nay, aunties. I'm thinking about BDSM. What do you know about it? What should I know? I would probably start with
2: the checklist because I think that that has a very detailed and very long list of different components of BDSM and things and that people may or may not know is a thing that exists, different kinks and stuff. Um, I do have a few podcasts that I've listened to, some sex positive podcasts that I've listened to that I've had experts on that's very educational and it's not degrading or demeaning or anything like that. They're fun, like it, they're fun shows, but they really go into depth with some of these concepts and I think a little bit more explanation and maybe even some visualization of real people that partake in these things. I'm not talking about watching them do these things. No, I'm talking about watching the episodes, okay, of them talking about it, but actually seeing people who look like them that are in this lifestyle that are educating and are willing to educate people that may have curiosities and things of that nature. So, that's kind of where I would start is to see Specifically with that checklist, see what it is that you are into, see what may sound interesting that you maybe want more detail on and go from there. Though That'll be my advice for stepping your toes into your education when it
1: comes to BDSM. My advice would be to try and get hooked up with a sexologist or a sex therapist. I feel like that would be someone who could kind of explore your reason for wanting to get into this world because I don't want you to get into this world to try to run from or heal from trauma and then get in over your head and create more trauma and mental emotional disease in yourself and also that might be a person who can get you linked up with an experienced dom or submissive to help you understand what these concepts are because the piece of paper, the podcast, the checklist, those are important for you to have the language but I think you also need somebody experienced who can tell you and possibly show you what this looks like in practice because there is nothing worse than two people who don't know what they're doing, get into some situations and some things that could have deadly, if not seriously injurious repercussions. So if you feel like the dominant lifestyle might be for you, you need to link up with an experienced submissive. If you feel like the submissive life is from you, it would be beneficial to get hooked up with a experienced dominant. That way they can show you what these things look like. And the beauty of kind of this lifestyle is that it does not fall into a binary heterosexual kind of situation. You can be a woman looking for a woman dominant or submissive. you can be a man looking for a male dominant or submissive. You can be non-binary. you can be whatever you want to be whatever you're looking for because like we stated before, it doesn't always equal sex penetration, that sort of thing.
0: I agree with both of them. now you took mine both of mine. <laughs> you <laughs> No, you're good. I guess I will leave y'all with kind of like what they both said, of like, do your research. First and foremost, do your research. You have a lot of free, you have a lot of free access. Google is one. TikTok is another. YouTube is a third one. Instagram is another. But do your research. Really see what this amazing world could be. Is this a, is this an opportunity for you to explore a little bit better? Or is this something that you're like, mm, this may not be for me. because just like vanilla ice cream isn't for everybody that's okay it's okay to like chocolate (laughs) it's okay if you like mint chocolate chip like everybody has their own thing don't go into something unprepared especially when this world is very respected like they are they're based on respect so and don't be like let me stop so go go in (laughs) with respect with that thank y'all ladies so guys you know we come up with all of the content but this is y'all's
1: podcast too uh, to some extent so please if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into any topics you want to hear our takes on because you know we keep it popping hot over here email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at blueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at WMBpod at ProtonMail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at wheresmyblueprintpod.com.
0: And we are going to transition into Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting... And so today's for Moments of Melanation. I'm so excited because like Sunny D, you talked about something where this lady talks about on her platform so much of the thing of constrict versus restrict. She, t- she says like constrict equals jail equals death. Restrict <laughs> equals pleasure equals control So. <laughs> which is really, really huge because it's, people need to know the difference. Like if you constrict someone's birth, you could literally kill them. And with that, today's Moments of Melanation, her name is As Goody. And so it's Goody Howard, speaking of what Nay said as one resource. She is a sex- sexologist, an educator, and a consultant. She has dedicated her life to empowering through sexual exploration, education, and awareness. Goody teaches sexual skill workshops, offer sex-positive, of professional development opportunities and creates dope sex center t-shirts. She layers her focus on pleasure and education with her energetic and engaging person uh, presentation style. Her mantra is be good or be good at it. And y'all listen. And she is determined to normalize sex positive conversations as a way to ease stigma and improve sexual responsibility. Sexual uh, pleasure is sexual health. I love it that she has one of her shirts that says, get on their dicks, not on their nerves. I mean, yes. But also, y'all, so she has a workshop. One of her workshops is called Rideology, where she doesn't, and like she tells you, she doesn't care what you are or who's your partner or whatever. She's giving you the tools to be able to learn how to ride appropriately. But also, she be looking out because I took this class in her workshop, and I was like, yes, sis, thank you, because she she was protecting the ones who don't have the Megan Thee needs, But. But <laughs> she was like, you talking about, oh, these girls up here got Megan to say I need The way she teaches you, you could literally ride for like five to 10 minutes. Be like, you you ain't done yet? Okay, I can keep going, keep going, keep going. But she is very sex positive. And she also teaches in her class the difference between constrict and restrict. But she is very, very focused on good, pos- not good position, the best position for you and your partner. Because every position ain't the best position, right? And I know she has different workshops coming out like um, I think she's having a couple workshops coming out but this is something if y'all just want to go to like just go and it was fun like it was fun you meet a lot of people go with your home girls y'all learn a lot practice when y'all get home which man man or person thank you but also like just she has plethora of information and she is so approachable like she literally will tell you on her instagram page like if y'all have a question dm me i'd rather y'all dm me and i give y'all the correct terminology or correct answer then y'all go to y'all 10 year old friends if y'all of that age i don't know whatever you go to your little friends who don't know nothing then you get into stuff that you don't know
1: i think she's bomb i, I first heard about her with kev on stage in them because she did like workshops for their patreons sometimes. And she seems really approachable. And she is the type of representation I wish little Nay had you know, to understand that it's okay to be interested in sex. It's okay to be knowledgeable about sex. It's okay to want to share that knowledge with others. And she's a Black woman. And not only that, she ain't no size two Black woman either. Like she got a real American body. She looks like your fun auntie that you love when they come around, because she gonna keep it real with you and talk about, you can talk to her about stuff you can't talk about to your parents. Like, I think we need more people like her and I'm so glad to see more people like her and Shamira who I think we did a moment of melanation with a couple of episodes ago. Like all of the Black sexologists stepping up and stepping out.
2: I echo all of these sentiments as well. This shirt that she has uh, that has the McDonald's logo that says masturbation I'm rubbing it. It's so freaking funny. I don't think they have any in stock but I saw that and I was like Oh, that's hysterical because my favorite word is mastication because it sounds like masturbation because I'm 12. So there's that, but I love this. I love any sort of person that is in the profession of advocating for healthy sexual awareness because- we all know, we all grew up in the age that was our sex ed was abstinence. And that is not a thing that helps people, <laughs> like teaches people about sex and how to be healthy and responsible with it. So people can enjoy it and be responsible with it. And this is great that there are so many workshops, there's so many different avenues that she's offering and resources that she's offering to make sure people have the resources that they need. And I love, of everything about what she's doing. So props to her. Keep it up. Let me know when them shirts is back in stock and do your thing.
0: Yeah. Goody is freaking amazing. And I love that she's so approachable. Like when I went there, I I was introduced from about Goody from Nay. And so like, I was like, okay, I'll just take the class. Why not? We about to do some um, hands-on practical research in the field anyway, <laughs> but it was so cool because like I'm walking up and she's like hey girl how you doing and I'm like didn't even know who she was because apparently I wasn't a good researcher because I didn't know it was the person who was hosting the show I was like hey girl what you doing and we and her just started talking like we just knew each other like yeah and she was like okay you ready to start the show I'm like girl yeah where you sitting she was like sitting and I was like okay she was like you can sit here okay cool then she walks up to the front I was like are you serious (laughs) you (laughs) goodie. didn't even know that but either way it goes that's how to me a amazing it is because if you have such a beautiful personality, you're drawing people in because this is for most people, specifically most Southern, or I don't even want to say Southern, for most people who were taught that sex equals abstinence or don't do this, don't do, don't, 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 don't. She's creating this environment in this safe space where whatever you need or whatever your question is, she's empowering you to ask, but also explore, but also empowering you to say
1: needs and she got a whole husband and I think kids so you can do this at every level of your life you don't have to be single and on your thought-ish. like you can be in a whole committed relationship raising up the next generation and still be as fun as passionate
0: as interested and curious about sex as you want to be facts and it's funny that you say that because she she's like oh yeah the people the guy you see in the little feet that's my husband he know the deal <laughs> but the tips and tricks she teaches you, ladies, she's on tour right now, and I'm gonna say it seems like oh, that's a expensive. She's expensive, but to me, she wasn't like I feel like that. She wasn't as expensive as I wanted her to be. If that makes sense, from the information I got. So, newsflash: price may go up. But if you if she's coming to a city tour, y'all, y'all really should go because it's not just the fun atmosphere that you're going to get, but the information you're going to get, the tips. (laughs) You're going to get all of that information and those practical, actionable steps that we talk about, you're going to get. But with that, ladies, thank y'all for today's episode. And we are going to end with an affirmation. And our affirmation today is, pleasure is my birthright. I seize it my way. I am a sexual liberated being. A sexual liberated being is all me. And with that, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube. We drop episodes every single Wednesday, and you can catch all of Naysays at Where'sMyBlueprintPod.com. Where'sMyBlueprintPod.com. And with that, we are over and out. Bye. Peace out.